Jackie, I never have a pen that works ever. It's unbelievable. You want this one? I yes, this thank one? you. <laughs> Hi, Lori. Happy birthday. Hello. Oh, it's over. That was yesterday. I've moved on. <laughs> uh, I left my credit card at a place, and so I had to call the credit card company, and the woman sang me happy birthday. Oh. She was like, it's early. And I was like, somebody's bored over at Chase. <laughs> and, uh, oh, wow. Her. That's nice. Sure. So much drama, so much drama in comedy this week. Where's yeah. my where's my list of, of drama? I had a list of things that I wrote down that were very dramatic. Well, let's just start with a shooting at the Comedy Zone in You've Charlotte. You've been calling it. You've been that calling it. Is incredible. Right. It was uh <sighs> you know, the headliner wasn't up. Don't all we're saying is don't shoot the headliners. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, yeah, so it was the guy came into the comedy club and they did not say it was a guy. I'm going to say it was a guy. I I saw the word gunman used a lot and I'm going to assume it was a A gunman. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. The So Craig Robinson, that my whole thing was who was headlining and uh, that's Mm -hmm. how jaded we've become about shootings. Literally. All I could think was, what club is that? And who's who's headlining? And not even in a joking way. That was literally where I was. I was like, and it was Craig Robinson, who I guessed did a live Instagram right after it happened when they moved everybody. Okay. And um, and there was so there was no one in the building. So the guy, the gunman, waved the gun around, evacuated everyone, and then shot up the place. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I read in the Yahoo article. Fuck. Yahoo. Um, well, Craig Robinson is not a political act at all. He is no. a party. So that's yeah, that dude's a party. It also feels uh, that might be more, I mean, not to separate, you know, our, our gunmen's, but that might be, it seemed like more of a party gun as opposed to a mass shooter with an AR 15. You know what I mean? Pardon me while I write down the words party gun. Yeah. I um, believe we have a title for the show at tw- two minutes into the damn thing. Well, yeah. Well, um, my, my fear is always like some, uh, some male incel with an AR 15 is going to go after a female comic for telling abortion jokes, you know, that's right. That's, right. So this seems like a different sort of vibe, but, yeah. but, th- but that was before you told me they, the person went back in and shot up the club afterwards. Now that's insanity. So, you know what? I don't even know what's happening. And, and I've become so immune to this as an American. I'm not worried about one kind of shooting and am worried about another kind of shooting when they all end up with bullets in your body. Right, right. This doesn't feel like freedom. Nope. Uh, I don't, I don't feel super free. <laughs> so, um, but I will say that, um, that, that I think I, oh, I was essentially, I got distracted when you said abortion joke, because I have a new abortion joke that doesn't have enough punchlines. <laughs> and, um, so I'm still mad when I go into the next bit, which ruins the next bit. It needs two more punchlines. So okay. I think, but if I, if I have two more tags on it, then I'll get, um, I'll be calmed down enough. Yeah. Right to, now, because uh, your hair is messy. Joke. You, you absolutely look insane. <laughs> my hair is messy yeah it's because of these headphones and uh i just got a haircut which is good but it's 95 degrees in my garage so oh my god I'm just sort of 
Well, you know, Chase Roper, who's a Seattle comic, said yeah. there was a shooting um, like one block in front of him in downtown Seattle. Uh, just a shooting, just like one shot at a car and the cops were called and no one came. And oh, the cops uh, didn't come. Yeah. Cops didn't and show up. he said within five minutes, it was as if nothing had happened. You wouldn't have known there was a shooting if you, had you had you just arrived there five minutes later. Right near... You know, it's like you yeah. and third, which is sort of near the old comedy underground. It's just it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's so distressing. It's distressing. Um, yeah, I don't know how to how to fix it. No, every, but, uh, everything is so overwhelming. And then, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I just follow one one uh, one climate scientist and I just want to you know, crawl into a grave. <laughs> That's your old tweet. That's okay. You know? Well, so somebody retweeted my, a, a bit from my hero album. So not yeah. staycation, but, but hero. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's the, it's got my hope where I, it, and it, cause it came out right after 2016 election. Yeah. And, um, so the guy got my hope bit says in it, Something like, I believe that 2% of the people on the planet are bad. 98% of the people are trying, right? Are trying to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. some guy was like, 2%? And I said, dude, 2%. In 1930, there were 2 billion people on this planet. In 1974, there were 4 billion people on this planet. There are currently 8 billion people on this planet. So 2% of 8 billion is more people than when your grandfather was a boy and life seems simpler mm -hmm. because 2% of 2 billion is 40 million. Did you, that's you did that math? Is that correct? That math is correct. I did wow. the math for that the tweet. That is a lot of bad people. It's a for lot of tweet. bad people <laughs> for the tweet. I did the math for the tweet. It was 40 million. That's very uh, courteous of you, Jackie. I know. <laughs> I've, I've also just been doing some blocking. I was like, <laughs> if, if, you, if I have to explain satire to you right now, I'm tie tie. You're making right, me right. too tired. So, um, other drama. Last night, Maria Bamford in New Hampshire. She called me today. Uh, she she was a little bit late for the gig. She was driving around. She, she There was some trouble. So, she gets there. She goes on stage. There's some people in the front row. And she said it was super wealthy. And they didn't know why they had come. These people in the front row. These whitey magoos in the front row. And um, she was like, you know, you guys don't have to stay. And um, were, were they heckling her? They were talking amongst. They were like treating her like she was a band. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were just talking like they were. She was a band. And she's at a club or a party. I'm sorry. Theater. Theater. Oh, theater. Oh. Oh. So they deliberately had to show up. It's not like the, it, she sprang up at them at a wedding or something. Right. 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 This wasn't a wow. Corporate. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. So she's 30 minutes into her set, and she goes up to talk to him again from the stage. Right. Yeah. And she's like, how are you guys doing? And uh, are you guys okay? And the woman goes, are you okay? Wow. And Maria fell off the stage on top of her. <gasps> <gasps> she's okay, by the way. Maria's okay. I, as I'm laughing, but I was like, like that wait, is... is she okay? Why am I laughing? She's okay. But I'm so sorry. I, but my I was image like, is of her way. flying on a heckler and just... Jumping on them like she's the Iron Sheik or something. Oh no, my God, you know, I love it. Because you know she has she's a bit of a tremor, yes. so she's a little tippy anyway. Right. And so she got a little too close to the edge. It took a header, and she said, "Luckily they caught her." 
And that was wow. halfway in the middle of her set. She got back on stage and finished her set. Oh, Jackie, you got to. You got to. Oh, my God. That is incredible. I'm glad she's okay. Even, yep. And I encourage all comedians to jump on their headquarters. <laughs> enough of this fucking banter. We can't trust the staff to protect us. Jump on them. Jump on them. That isn't even the weirdest story. Okay. That I have from stand-up comedy this week. A couple oh, things this happened. This week, even. Okay. All right. More. Yeah. More, more, more. Uh, we can talk about the lawsuit, the Spoken Giants lawsuit. Oh, right. I was yeah. explaining that to my son. He uh, takes our side. Feels we're being ripped. Oh, well, good for him. Yes. Uh, good for us eventually. It could be anywhere between two and 10 years from now. Anyway, that this all gets resolved. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was just going to be negotiation. And then the dead estates of Robin Williams. This is all public knowledge. So I'm not, I'm not, yeah. you know, Robin Williams, George Carlin. I think Rain Pryor, so Judd, Richard Pryor, and then Nick DiPolo and a couple other, maybe Bert Kreischer? Don't know. Uh, but Nick DiPolo for sure. There's six comics. Uh, four of them, I believe, are dead. Okay. And, uh, but they are suing. They decided to want us, they wanted to speed up this idea. The idea is this um, Spoken Giants and this other thing, not called Wordle, but I'm calling them Wordle. Okay. And that's the six comics. Um, they want stand-up comedy to be paid on streaming and on radio like songs. Yes. Where there's... As it uh, should be. Right. Right now, it is paid as uh, as the person who writes and performs the joke and then the publisher, the, the label, essentially. Those, yeah. So there's two checks that come for every track. Right, right, right. They want their... In, in music, there's three. There's the publisher, there's the writer of the song, and there's the singer of the song, the performer. So if it were stand-up, it would be the publisher of the album, the album publisher, the comic who wrote the joke, and then the comic who performed the joke. Who are always um, the same person. Almost right. always. It could lead to covers, though. That's interesting. But let me how weird it, is that? But we should finish the initial thing of it. So Which, is it gonna take money from the the publisher? For, no, no, it does so not. That, and Spotify agrees, by the way. Uh, Spotify and Pandora and SiriusXM all agree that there should be three payments on that, but they believe that 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 album that the the album people, the publishers, yeah, the the yeah, the labels, the, the, the labels, labels have already <laughs> right, right, have yeah. already tacitly given that approval for the last thirty years. That there was some tacit that 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 that, that was already included. That was that that money was already included in those two payments. Okay, so but, writing. but it almost seems like that's correct. So say it's it's ten dollars per clip, right? If it's a song, it's three thirty three per three checks for three dollars and thirty three cents, right? If it's a comedy, it's two checks for five dollars. So we're supposed to get six dollars, and uh, the the record label is supposed to get four. So actually. If you, what you're saying is correct, that extra percentage should be coming from the record label, the money that the, they've already taken. That's and, interesting. Is that unless true? I don't know? I'm just going by what you're saying. Unless that that middle third amount of money is is just sitting in someone else's bank account. Does Spotify exactly have it? Does Pandora have it? Okay. Right. Supposedly they have it. And okay. Um, okay. So there's the six people that decided to sue moments later. We're talking one day later. 
Spotify took all of its comedy almost entirely off the platform. Um, Pandora relatively quickly followed. Sirius XM is owned by Pandora. So they are also removing stand-up. Sirius is? Yeah. But Sirius pays, pays us well. Right. But they don't pay the three checks. They pay the two checks. Oh, and um, Yeah. So what has to happen is that so that now this is going to go to court. And so there's some fancy pants copyright lawyer that the six have hired. Yeah. A guy named Richard Rush, maybe. Okay. And I'm told that he's the fanciest copyright lawyer in the world. So he's guaranteed to win. And you're like, is he? Anyway, guess how interested <laughs> Jackie Cation is in having anything to do with lawyers right now. Correct. I, I don't know how much you could tell, but uh, we'd love to hear it one day. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh, so I got my eyes are big. Anyway, they are. So, uh, <laughs> they do get big. You got a lot of you got a lot of looks today, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I got a haircut, but my headphones are making it all sweaty and gross. And then, yeah. um, so but the so here's so then the Wordle people, the comedians which are the, the the a different pile of comics. Okay, spearheaded by Lewis Black. Oh yeah, that's why that's why I meant. Yeah. yeah. So Lewis Black, and maybe other comics. From 800 pound gorilla. Oh, this is different from the Nick DiPaolo. Uh, from George the Nick Carlin. DiPaolo, George okay, Carlin okay, one. Okay. But Lewis Black also has this guy, Richard Rush. So, okay. whatever. So it sound, is. It's sounding like a class action suit. It's, it's, and, but it isn't. It's all very individual so far. And okay. the weird thing about it is that it's going to take, you know, it'll go, it'll go. Uh, Everybody who's supposed, this is what I was told. If you're in on the lawsuit, you'll get back money. And I'm I was with told, Spoken Giants. Are you? Yes. Okay. And we can leave Spoken Giants. I, my phone blew up with comics telling me they were leaving Spoken Giants. Why? Uh, because they don't want to be as associated with it. And they want to get a piece of paper that they can send off to Sirius XM saying, we're not going to be part of the lawsuit. Please play, play my shit. Oh, is that what is that what the the streamers are saying? If you aren't part of the lawsuit, we'll start playing you again. Are they saying no, that? That's the hope. That's the hope of 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 this of these two people who uh, who, te- that, who texted me. I see that, but that seems like um, that seems that's illegal. living on a dream. Well, living on a dream. Don't know if it's going to happen. All I know is that if you're not in on this sort of Lewis Black spoken giants thing, yeah. I don't think you get the back money. You get the money going forward. So, well, that like doesn't make any sense either. If they owe you money, then it's it's and it's found that they owe. Well, if it's a, if it's a settlement, because it's not a class action suit, it'll be a settlement. It'll be mm-hmm. a mediated settlement. Remember the Judy Carter book? Yeah, where she was quoting stand-up comics and not and crediting people, but not giving anybody any money. Oh, I didn't know she was doing that. Oh, so it was. People were like, "You're in a book," and I'm like, "Am I?" That's disappointing because uh, I wrote that joke and I'm not getting any cash. Well, Kathleen Madigan, Jay Leno, and a bunch of comics sued Judy Carter. She, really? had to take, yeah, she had to take the book down and pay those people who sued, but not any of the rest of us. Oh. So, right. And so also in the, I, I would like a letter from my mom saying uh, we won't, is that guy. So what do you mean? I would like a letter from my mom uh, saying to, to Sirius XM saying we promise not to sue you. Please play my shit. 
Oh, so those right. are the three names that I have handy. And yeah. um, so, but here's the thing. So I've, I'm told that if I take part in this in this suit, that I might get as much as $2 million, except for the fact that one would imagine it would be all five of my albums that have ever spun in, you know, in, in the past. I don't think I, that third of that money, I don't think it would uh, amount to $2 million. It might amount to a couple hundred grand, which I wouldn't kick out of bed. Three you, cookies. What? Sure. But so, wouldn't you already have had a hundred, a couple hundred thousand dollars? I mean, yeah. okay. Have you? Yeah, the, no. Okay. So I, I don't know that why, if, if it's only so, a third more money, then you already would have received a third of that sum. That sum right. anyway. you it would have be, received something close to that sum already. Right. And so it should be the matching amount of money is what I would assume I would get if they were doing the math from everything yes. of mine that is played. Right. So I don't know how that could ever equal $2 billion. Yeah. So it's weird. So who there's a lot that? of- Who told you um, that? Lawyers. Really? They tabulated or are they saying comedians in general, general all of us to, well, I know, but I- I, I believe they're what? making it up. I believe the numbers okay. are arbitrary. Okay. Because um, this person was told this much. Uh, what the fuck? Whoa. Yeah, but this wow. person also makes this amount of money per year from serious spins, which is why they want out. See, uh, that's incredible. That's a right. lot of money from serious. Yeah. Uh, does is, is that have has your uh, sound exchange been pretty not exciting lately? Yeah. Mine hasn't been, and for having a new album out, it's really not good and so can we attribute some of it to that that i'm supposedly not because so, this is months this is you know because sound exchange is two or three months out right but i was told Oof. by the smoke of giant people that if you quit smoke of giant and then when they eventually win two to ten years from now they'll be just like sound exchange where we'll just have to join them again and you're like well um, we can all join them again we can all i mean at this point i'm just I don't have the, the Lewis, this is going to shock you, but Lewis Black's lawyer isn't looking for me to join that lawsuit. <laughs> He's looking for names. Right. And as popular as I am, I am not a name. <laughs> so that's my, that's my second crazy stand-up comedy story. Um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to make of it. I don't, I feel like I don't get much, uh, from sound exchange. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. Most of my, most of my sound exchange money is still from 45 jokes about my dead dad. Mm -hmm. Very little is from corset. I'm like, why did I put this album out? I don't get it. I've received well, almost nothing. I haven't even, this is your second album. How many albums do you have? Third, but this is, I haven't made enough to even pay for how much it costs me to make it. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, why? What was the point of it? Because eventually, cause that's what I was making. Wow. When I was doing Hero, after Hero. Wow. So it's gone down to about this uh, a month, which is about half that. Wow. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm on the and so and I, five, and I have five albums. Right. So that's why I was making yeah. a pretty good, almost, that's half of mine and Andy's nut. Wow. So, so that sucks that 
know? we're frugal too so yeah I don't know what to tell you. I mean, uh, it's not much of my nut, as they say, Jackie, as you say, as you <laughs> said. So I, I'm not as devastated, but but when I see others nuts, I want some <laughs> of them nuts. I want them nuts. I say nuts to you. <laughs> so, um, well, that's a nice, cute little way to end that. That's a very dry bar way to end that segment. <laughs> <laughs> nuts to you, Jackie. <laughs> everything's uh, kid friendly i did i well you have another story but you rest oh i'm You're gonna rest very agitated Just, i am a little bit yes i was up in the bay area this weekend i drove down this morning with my son the kids yes well you, you know what it was it all we had to do was not mention sex or swear so oh. I could, there was a lot of stuff I was able, and then Joe close up went up, up in front of me and was talking about abortion. I'm like, oh, I'm good then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know. Whatever. Um, but it's so funny because like um there were some like older comics from back in the day, you know, not everyone always that, are. but yeah. And uh I I was the riffing, some of the riffing was very of the early 2000s, that kind of ironic sexism, racism that worked at the time and kind of feels just like old. And I don't know, I was just, I was listening to it going, oh yeah, I remember this was constant. This was nonstop. I was at the Comedy and Magic Club. So that's exactly, Rick Overton. Oh, really? Yeah, did a bit about... um, it was, oh, it was about the chicken ranch. That's right. He did no, the uh, bunny ranch, not the, the chicken ranch. ranch. Whatever. But it's it was Jackie, for God's sake. house outside of Vegas. It's My a sex of, worker building a location where they perform their jobs, Jackie. I'm also from the early 2000s. So I call it a whorehouse <laughs> outside of Vegas. But it is, a, it is a place of business for sex workers outside of Las Vegas. It was. It's and, closed now. And let me tell you something. Um, Rick Overton didn't call it a place of business for sex workers either. <laughs> well, it was just, there was just one line that made me go, yeah, I remember, I remember this, like a woman was speaking and I didn't, rec- I didn't know who it was. I didn't know if it was a comic. I didn't know. And I said, I'm like, who's that? And someone goes, that's the mayor. And, uh, and then the, the comic goes, yes, Lori, women can be mayors now. And I oh, that was like the riffing. Yeah, it was, it was more like, I it, it, I could, it was, you know, that ironic sort of, yes, women are funny, you know, that kind of thing. Where even now when you're trying to make fun of Christian relations, it's like, no, just that's 20 up. years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but there could, maybe there's like 10 layers in of reverse irony where you're making fun of making fun of, like, I didn't know what was happening. I just, I just <laughs> was surrounded at one point riffs where I was like, this shit feels so old, you know, and yeah. it was interesting. That's all, mm. you know, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That was every, um, bunch of, you know, there were essentially a lot of comics our age and older at the comedy and magic, a lot of yeah. dudes, and they yeah. were all talking about, uh, abortion. And as soon as it came up, I would literally be like, if they're a nightmare, don't charge the stage. Don't tackle them. Don't don't get all in their face. And uh, to a person, they were all the jokes were all pretty mediocre, but pro-abortion. Right, pro-choice. right, right. So, 
um, I was pleased. You know, here's <laughs> the, the thing. eleventh hour. Yes, so. we female comics have been talking about this for 20, 30 years. So a lot of you guys are new to thinking about it and joking about it. And so maybe your first 10 jokes you think of, you got to know they've probably been done. Right. Okay. Check some IP, you guys. Yeah. Just to, just like dig a little deeper with your irony and your support, you know? Yeah. Um, that's all. Because we've been doing it for a really long time. And now, you know, uh, the, the barn doors are open and you are allowed to, I guess. And, uh, and people don't yep. feel like you're virtue signaling or something. I mean, you know, everyone should be talking about it, but, uh, you know, just know that there are many have come before you and done a better job of it. Yep. Um, I, well, I just remembered another stand-up comedy. So I got a call this week from a guy I went to high school with that of the six people I remember from high school, he's one of them. And uh, he's a really yes. nice guy. He's a good egg. Uh, and he's organizing our high school reunion, which is going to be oh, in the summer fun. of 23. Yes. Are you going to go? And, well, he wants to know if I wanted to perform. No. Right. And I said, is there a, is there a more specific way I could make our high school reunion just about me? Is there just <laughs> a way that I could be hated more by the people I went to high school with? And he was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. And I was like, yeah. I was like, he said, well, we want to do something entertainment wise. And I said, Here's what you could do if you're if you want to do a stand up comedy show. There is my high school has uh, like a theater, a performing arts center attached, a brand new one. Yeah. that I performed at probably five or six years ago. And I performed there with Tom Clark and Mary Mack, who were other Wisconsin comics. And a, a magician from Madison that this woman I went to high school with, who is the cura the curator. She booked the magician, and my cousin John was like, "That was the only person I liked, the magician." And I said, oh "John, God, you're 90." And he goes, "Why well, didn't my hearing aids on?" <laughs> I said, it was a comedy show, John. Anyway, so um, the the deal is that I said, if it's a benefit, I will help you put that up, you know, and then it could benefit like the food pantry, or the local, or or for the high school, it could be like the the music and theater department. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I told her told him that I would do that. And he was like, well, maybe we could do that. And I was hoping, whoa, I was hoping that it would be with uh, Mary Mack and Tim Harmston and maybe Tom Clark. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, no one's approached me for my uh, reunion next year. And uh, I don't think they will. Uh, we took Catholic school. So I think there's a little, a bit of a hands-off <laughs> situation from the nuns, the officials at my Catholic school. Uh, but do you, have uh, any, do you have any friends from high school left? I do. In fact, one of my friends, Alexis Malik, uh, has this incredibly cool farm in Vacaville called Soul Food Farm. And she's had it for like, I don't know, 10 or 15 years. And she lived in Denmark for a little while with her husband. And, uh, she's, uh, amazing. Um, and they, they, they have like organic, uh, uh, oh, cool. It's sales, like an organic, like, yeah. Organic farm. And it's, it's incredible. And I, I, I went there once for, um, a friend's, I forget. It was like a party and there's a lot of high school. <laughs> there's a lot of high school friends there. And the guy I went to my prom with, 
was like, I'm going to try. He's like, I tried stand up. I'm like, he just started. I'm like, oh no, no, no. what are you doing? No. Did you see Deborah DiGiovanni's tweet today? No. She said I... one of the things she likes about her husband, her boyfriend, is that he's nobody has ever told him that he should do stand up. Oh, yes, exactly. She's, I think I did see and, that one. And I yeah. think she said something like, he's a five or somebody's a, somebody I don't think it was about her boyfriend actually yeah whatever it was is I think it was he's a five but he's never been told that he's do stand oh, yes, like, that that yeah. thing yeah yeah so um, I said yeah yeah anyway if you are anywhere near Vacaville you should go to Soul Food Farm and check it out uh that's my plug for my friend Alexis she's like one of my best friends in high school so yeah I'm in touch with a few people Christy Lynch uh whose name actually got into a Conan sketch because we needed an right. Irish girl's name so I got Christy Lynch in there Right. You um, didn't want to, that's my, my friend, Maureen Fitzpatrick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She, she might. <laughs> Maureen Fitzpatrick's a little on the nose a when it comes to Irish names. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Colleen O'Shea, anything? <laughs> uh, a little bit. So. Yeah. No, uh, so I, I was up in the Bay area and then we, my son and I brought my son, we brought Charmy and we made a little vacation. We stayed in San Ramon because surprisingly San Ramon's kind of high pricey, but they surprisingly had the lowest prices for the weekend for a place where I could bring yeah. a dog. And then we drove up to Brioni's park, which is in Pleasant Hill where my dad used to walk all the Pepsis and we took Charmy out and she ran free. You know, she's usually leashed here. Of yeah, course. yeah. So she had a great time running around the oak trees and stuff. Finally, and, she's um, like, I can really stretch out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I just took my. I always like to drive by my little places and go. Okay, that was my middle school. Da, 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 show my son things, and uh, so we had a good time. Northern California, you know, uh, it's weird. He's not going to have like many Northern California memories, which is so weird to me because that's you know my first uh, thirty years of life, basically. It's so yeah, that, like that's like all. I, your childhood yes I have no Kansas memories and of course that's like imprinted upon my father like nothing else so right because that's where he grew up right yeah it's good to grow up in a different place than your parents but also you know uh I guess you miss out on some stuff too I have no idea but it was a fun little nostalgic uh weekend and then we drove back this morning and um I'm tired and I have two little sets tonight where are you at permanent vacation uh, at permanent records. Right. And then I'm doing a show at, uh, a club called Hollywood comedy. I haven't been there yet. I think it's, a oh, new it's the room. one on Melrose. Yeah. It's yeah. New. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing a set there. Nice. That's it. I, I, I look forward to hearing about that. I did a bunch of sets last week. It was super fun. Yeah, I did. And then I did a uh, good heroin last night. Yeah. Uh, stories where I, the audience completely on my side, not their fault that they didn't laugh at the abortion joke because it doesn't have an end. So they didn't yeah. know it was over. So uh, you told us you're still angry. I like it. Don't let I it am. go, Jackie. Oh, I won't. And uh, so and then I tried that and I forgot my dick joke. Um, but bad. Michelle, bad Michelle form. Balloon, bad form. Yeah. Michelle Balloon was there. Yeah. Michelle Balloon had one of the, it's such a great, uh, I've been thinking about, I've been trying to write some fiction. And um, I was like, why don't I just give you the plot of this short story I was going to write to Michelle Balloon? Because she had a very funny joke about her cat. And um, and then we were talking about it. And I was like, well, I could still write that short story if I, yeah. if I was inspired. Yes. Um, hey, let's take a break. Okay. 
in the briefest time. I feel like we got to know each other. Bro, I appreciate you so much for that. Do you read minds or what? It's really a very sacred space you've created here. <laughs> bullseye! You've hit the bullseye, baby! Bullseye. Interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. From MaximumFun.org and NPR. Hey, Jackie Cation. I don't have any kids, but I used to do a lot of childcare, and I'm going to tell talk to you about Fancy Pants uh, Pants. Fancy Pants diapers for babies. Uh, if you have a baby with sensitive skin or even eczema, you know how difficult it is when they develop diaper rash. That's right. Enter Coterie. Coterie, the fanciest freaking diapers I've ever touched in my life. Uh, and wipes are made of the most gentle and safe materials. They're literally like softer than a baby's bottom. They're so freaking soft. Uh, and they help to keep your baby comfortable. Coterie is the highest performing diaper on the market with up to two times more liquid capacity and up to four times faster absorbency versus other brands. Keeping your baby drier longer. Parents report few, fewer nighttime leaks and diaper changes, which can lead to better sleep quality for your baby and you. Uh, Coterie can even take your baby through potty training with their new two-in-one product. Get this. It's called the pant and it moves like yoga pants for babies, but mm. it absorbs like a diaper. Yeah, it's adjustable. It has adjustable waistband. So right now, Coterie is partnering with the Jackie and Lori Show to offer you 20% off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to Coterie.com and enter promo code Jackie Lori. So Coterie is spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com, promo code Jackie Lori for 20% off and free shipping. And so that's promo code Jackie Lori. They also have a trial pack. So... If you and another, uh, it's a it's a trial pack of two different size um, packages that you can get for eight dollars. So you might want to try that with a friend who you know baby people know other baby people is what I'm saying. So, but what I'm saying, go to coterie.com in any case and do promo code Jackie Laurie for twenty percent off and free shipping. Promo code Jackie Laurie. All right, guys, with seasonal produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients, you can trust. Our partner in crime, Green Chef, is the number one <laughs> meal kit for eating well. What is Green Chef? Well, I'm glad you asked. Green <laughs> Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating, eating well easy with plans to fit every single lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or like me, just lazy. Uh, or looking for meaty meat meat. Yeah, because <laughs> they got meats and they send the protein as well. Yes, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. They, it saves you time. You can cut down on your meekly, uh, weekly meal prep, uh, grocery shopping, etc. It comes with pre-measured and prepped ingredients. They come straight to your door, leaving you with more time to savor the savor the savor the sunshine. <laughs> Get out there! <laughs> <laughs> Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe so you can enjoy restaurant quality dishes at home without compromising flavor. Swear to God, they're kind of restaurant quality dishes, and yeah. they're easy to make. They're so easy to make that you are making restaurant quality dishes in your home. So the one that I just just had that I, was my favorite was this Bar Monday with chipotle lime aioli because I never buy fish. But they send me fish 
And then I cook fish in my house and then they've got some sort of fancy uh, sauce that goes on top of it. And uh, and then I eat fish like a person who needs to get all those minerals that you're supposed to get when you eat fish. Yeah. And they pair it perfectly with the right vegetables and stuff where you're like, I I don't eat this. All right, I'll try it. And then, oh, I guess I eat it. (laughs) This is delicious and I want more. Go to greenchef.com slash Jackie Laurie 135 and use that code Jackie Laurie 135 to get $135 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. So that's greenchef.com slash Jackie Laurie 135, code Jackie Laurie 135 to get $135 off across five boxes plus free shipping on your first box. Comic of the week. Oh, comic of the week. All right. The second half of the show at Go Bananas last week was Shayna Rabini. uh, Hilarious. She's kind of like out of San Diego and Columbus, Ohio. She's splitting her time. So I think she's mostly in Columbus right now. Working it. You know, those Midwest comics. Oh, my God. That is grinding. There's a lot of work that's not well paid, but there's a lot of there's a lot of stage time to be had. Right. It's tough, man. It is tough. Uh, but she's very funny, you know, great jokes, great writer. And that's uh, how you, that's how you get, that's how you get better. Yeah. And sadly, you also have a day job. Um, yeah. Or yeah. you just live with your folks real low to the ground. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so check out uh, what's her, what's, what's her, what's her um, Instagram, I think it's uh, uh, I go by Shana. Oh, I go by Shana. Oh, and Shana is is spelled S H A E N A. So Shay is S H A E. Rubini. Yeah. Um, I was at the the Barksby, Vince's um Vance Sanders room. Oh, yeah, Barks. Right. And so yeah. Barks. And I can't, I'm like, where's the Barksdale? I couldn't find I only remember is Bark. It's the yeah. Barkley. No wonder yeah. I can ever find it. Yeah, I yeah, keep typing the in the wrong thing. Yeah. So I get there and um I decided to wear my air purifier again. And now I have no idea if this is actually protecting me, uh, but I do know it makes me look like an idiot. <laughs> right. If you're wearing an air purifier around your neck, yeah. Because it isn't made to be worn. It's made to be put on your desk or something. I mean, it's thick. It's like two bricks. And um Yeah, it's so a purse it's, essentially. So yes, it's a little purse around your neck. And I was like, as I you know, I mean you But that room is really small at the Barkley. It is small, and there's a woman who sat right up front, even there were there were two rows that had plenty of seats. And I was like, I kept thinking, if this lady has COVID, I'm over. It's over. I'm I have it. Right. Um, so yeah, so I I kept it around my neck. It was on. I don't know. Did you kill Gareth has COVID? COVID? Good. Yeah. Brutal. Um, I mean, here's the thing, people might get mild cases and stuff but i you know i just uh they don't know what the long-term effect of multiple cases of covid is or thinking it's not going to be good that you might be damaging uh t-cells permanently that could help you in 10 years when you have something that you could recover from but because your t-cells have been so damaged by covid perhaps you won't recover from it you know what i mean right you sound like you don't believe me I'm just well, telling no, you. I've, I've heard. I've, 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 I've heard. heard this, yeah. No, I've heard the stories, and I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it, and I don't want. Right. And I'm. I, I'm signed up to go get my um, first shingles vaccine. Well, and, you took your time on that one, lady. Well, I didn't. 
and then my fourth booster, my four, my okay. second booster, my fourth shot. So, but that's they they can't get me because I'm on the road for the next two weekends uh, in a row. So I. I just packed like so much merch because I'm going, essentially I'm going to Acme in Minneapolis and then I'm going to look at my dad uh, for a couple of days in Milwaukee and then I'm going to Denver South. And oh, you're doing, it, you're doing it back to back basically. Yeah. Kind of, oh, that's a lot of merch to bring. Uh, yeah. I'm doing Denver. I'm doing Denver this week. So, yeah. and the whole country is in an outbreak. Mm-hmm. It's not a good time to be unmasked for five hours in a week. Right. But, you know, I'm what, so I, I pray that my vaccines keep working. Yeah. Okay. I've had four. Um, although they say they start to wear off right around now for me and I'm bringing air purifiers for the stage and maybe between all that, I don't know if I'm going to wear this thing around my neck. It just might be too much for an hour. Yeah. But, but, uh, you, you know, can put it I on just, the stool and then just lean against the stool and talk over the I stool. I might put it on, uh, I'll put it on the stool, but yeah. it, you know, it's, I just, if I could just get through, let me just sail through the summer without getting COVID. And then they, they do have another booster in the fall for this version of Omicron. Okay. Ugh, fuck, I'm so tired of thinking about this shit and, and right, plotting right. and worrying and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I can't get COVID because just financially, because I really need the money from Montreal, which is the next week. So, yep. Yep. That's a lot, lot to think about. Lot to think about. And, uh, I wiped out the dogs. Uh, I would love to say that it was the dog's fault. It wasn't, but I just, I, I just took a header, scraped up my legs and arms. and Oh no. I know, but I lived. And, uh, and I was thinking about, because every, you know, my dad was telling me that my grandmother was always in pain, um, but she never really talked about it. Occasionally, she would say, "I why won't I die?" Maybe I should save this for the stage. Oh no! Right. I want to hear it. Tell me. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to write that down. Why won't I? Because. Uh, Oh my God. But yes. so, so yeah, so the real, but the really, the, the line that my dad told me that my grandmother used to say that made me laugh so hard is, is and I'm sure he paraphrased it. I will even more paraphrase was that she'd be like, sure, I'm in pain, but at least I'm not being marched through Syria. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, she's like, well, at least I made it. <laughs> so but I do. Why? Why? why I remember her saying, why won't I die? I oh my God. That. So That's great. Wow. So, right. you know, some people like your grandmother, other people that have survived horrific things. And then you and me, well, no, you've, you've, you've had some horror that you survived as well. I don't know. It just seems, it's weird how, I don't know. Life is unfair, Jackie. Well, thank God your grandma lived a long time. Yeah. And she, her life was so threatened early on yeah. in her life and she lived so long that she was sick of it i right. mean that's good for that her. is that is literally kind of the good news of it yeah is that she was sick of it and and she did like my grandfather died in like 68 wow and she died i think in the 90s wow so she lived for another 30 odd years single now that to me is the win the ultimate well that's what i was gonna say is that she was psyched to live alone she was like you know what i can do anything i want yeah and uh and she's i could sit there and i could watch wrestling and 
Bold and the Beautiful or YNR or whatever the hell she was watching. And um, and then maybe maybe she was saying, why won't I die in 67? And you remember this as a two year old. <laughs> I don't. That is not one. Uh, okay. You know, the, you know, what's sad is uh, it's like my grandfather died. I think it's 67 or 68. And I have only like one memory of him, which is too bad because uh, he looked like uh well, he's probably a pill, but uh, he looked like a nice old dude to his grandkids. You never know. Same right? here. My my dad's dad, who my dad loved, and I, I can only guess was a lot like my dad. So that means I would have loved him, like personality-wise. He might have been entirely different, though. You know how, like, it skips a generation sometimes. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but the one memory I have of him is I was about to do something, like, touch something that had just been painted, and so he was just trying to protect me from doing that. So he kind of yelled at me. He didn't grab me. He just yelled at me. But that's my only memory of him. Right. I, my only memory of my, yeah, my memory of my grandfather is him telling me that if I, we were sitting on a bench eating watermelon and him telling me that if I ate the watermelon seeds, there'd be a watermelon in my stomach. <laughs> but I was three. So what but he might have believed that he was from the old country. <laughs> You said that's how we brought these watermelon seeds here. <laughs> we brought them in our poops. Yeah. Um, my memory yeah. of my grandfather is through my father, you know, like yeah. through his, 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 how much, like there's a picture of my grandpa that uh, I still have. I don't have to do with it. It was like a painting mm-hmm. that, um, that my dad, we put up uh, in my dad's hospice room, which was the living room. And he was, he looked at it till like, you know, his last second, he would always just look at, his dad is sort of like how to center himself in the room. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, it might my be because we put it in the center of the room. Right. I was like, are you sure you didn't just t- tap it to like type, <laughs> tape it to the, his glasses? Yeah. My dad talks about his dad. Uh, he's like, he loved the zoo. We would go to the zoo and he would laugh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then he, he had this weird job that when he retired, they had to turn it into like two jobs because no one was willing. I think wow. he worked at the glue factory oh, or wow. the tannery. Like he worked oh at, it was, it was like an Upton Sinclair jungle. Type <laughs> of moment, oh where I was God. like, what was the job? He's like, oh, it was gross. Wow. And, uh, and, and then he would take the bus in back to uh, back home. And every Friday he would buy a live chicken and then take it on the bus and then and then he would kill it and my grandmother would make chicken on sunday Uh, and this happened in america that's right it happened right there in rural wisconsin wow surrounded by factories and weird a lot of burgers (laughs) Uh, an occasional luxemburger yeah you don't know you can't know um (laughs) i uh so on this road trip i did what i my nightmare which is i forgot my glasses which means oh, I no. can only live on one pair of contacts, right? And when you clean, you don't wear contacts, right? I used to for okay, decades. Okay, so you, you clean contacts in this this uh, solution called Clear Care, and it kind of fries your contacts. But if you put your contacts in one second too early, your eyes are going to light on fire, right? It, it, it needs eight hours. Wow. And uh, so I was in a position where I'm just, I'm waking up and I can't see anything and I have to wait till the clear care is done with my contacts. And I'm like, right. if I was actually on a real road gig, I would be fucked now. And what happens if I lose a contact and I got to drive six hours with my son in the car, only being able to partially see, you know, oh yep. my God, the, the things that could go wrong. So I have to, I'm glad it happened on this trip, I guess, but 
I really have to always, I have to make a list and make sure I always bring my contact, a, a second pair of contacts and yeah, glasses. you got to bring backup glasses yes. or contacts or something. Because I think, because I was packing for Charmy, I was just like, so I, I was frazzled. Overwhelmed. Yes. Sometimes it sucks being the only adult and you having to do everything, <laughs> you know? Yep. It's, mm-hmm. but, and I should be explaining to my son, hey, you need to do this and this and this. But part of me is like, it's just easier if I get it done or I rather than watch him do it wrong and then have to redo it. And you know what I mean? Right. But that's not right. in the, he'll, in he'll the learn it. In his late twenties, he'll figure out how to, <laughs> oh my God. how to do all of his things. I'm really handing him off to somebody completely unpolished. Uh, <laughs> he's yours to mold, ladies. <laughs> so exactly, teach him how to make his bed. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be good. I don't know what. I don't know uh, how to even get into this story. I wasn't okay. there. I'm at lunch with a couple of comics. Okay. Okay. And there's a very hipster, cool kid show here in Los Angeles. And it's essentially, you know, the guy invented and created Largo, a guy named Josh Titanato. He was a mess when he did that. He was just a mess. He was, was, it was grim. Anyway, so, and eventually the show got taken away from him by the powers that be and then largo became largo uh with comedy and this thing so this guy runs something comparable to that and it was his birthday and so it's a big show right there's like the glazer and there's the squire brothers and there's all these people it's his birthday so he goes up last and he's an okay comic from all accounts i've never seen him i don't know anything about it but the set isn't going well and so he starts talking to the person in the front row and i actually looked around i was surprised that there was no video of this but so the comic who was there told me the story and i'm you know i'm paraphrasing that's why i'm not saying his name or the name of the show so that we please because i want to get booked on this show and i don't i don't want to be roped in on your negative story He's having a hard set. He goes to the crowd. All of, and so he's like, so are you single? And uh, the woman he's talking to clearly says yes, because then he says, well, I've always wanted that wheelchair pussy. Oh, all right. And, he, and then and, and she you know, says, how'd that go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next you line never is, know. I mean, you, you know, never the great know thing the- about, oh, it's not anywhere near done. No, I'm just saying you never know the tone of a room. And so a riff can be taken out of context and you don't know. So I'm just saying, I, that's why I was asking right. how did it go? Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Cause it could have gone well. I don't know who has good wheelchair pussy material that kills everywhere, but uh, his next line was, you know, the good wheelchair pussy where she can't feel anything down there. So she doesn't know if I'm doing anything right. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. she says, I can feel things down. And he has to repeat it all because the people in the back can't hear him. Oh, God. So, oh, my God. Oh, God. And she's like, I can feel uh, things. And he's like, no, you're in a wheelchair. You're paralyzed. Oh, oh, no. Oh, and she's man. like, I have cerebral palsy, you dumb shit. Oh, no. And then he goes, well, and then he says, I guess one or two more lines. And then he says, are you crying? And I guess the next line is, so you're a virgin? What? And she goes, yeah, no one will have sex with me because I'm in this wheelchair. And he goes, so you're a virgin? Are you crying? 
And this is in a 10 minute set. Wow. And then wow. he says, oh, it continues. <laughs> he says, well, I'm going to give you the door. I'm going to give you all the money from the show. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm oh so sorry. God. I'm going to try to make this better. You could have all the money from the show. What's the crowd doing at this point? That's what I'm. Is jaws, it silence? Jaws to the ground. Si oh silence. Oh my God. Dead oh silence. Oh my God. And, and then at the end of his set, he says, and this, this is the only laugh that when I was told the story, I laughed at. I can't believe this happened on my birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, comedy, Jackie. Comedy. Uh, and then after the show, there's a there's a there's a, a teeth. There's a, I don't know, a, a, a stinger, whatever. He's pushing her around looking for David Spade. I guess he said, I think David's still here. I can introduce you to someone famous. <laughs> so they get up. The, what, oh, oh, he was trying to make it. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. You know, I'm just going to sometimes, you know, your riff goes the wrong way. Right. I have no sentences. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. What, you want to take a break? <laughs> Hey, were you a reader as a kid? Like maybe you read a lot of fantasy novels. Or horse girl books, we know how it is. But now you're an adult and you miss reading. You're so busy and you can't figure out how to get back into books. We're Reading Glasses and we're here to help. Yeah, we'll give you advice to figure out what books you love or learn to stop reading books you don't even like. We're really big proponents of dumping that book. Dump that book. But most importantly, We'll help you fall back in love with reading. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. All right, we're back. So that does, I mean, here's like, what, whatever, the whole whole male comic talking to a woman, that, that's, all, I, I stop identifying as a comic and start identifying as a woman, right? Like going, uh, what's this happening? I tend happening, to right? identify almost entirely as a human. Uh, especially no, when I watching pivot. stand up coming. Yeah, I know I you. Pivot. I was that's so why then, I clarified my role. Yes. So <laughs> uh but I have like early in my career, before early. I realized there were, you know, not everyone's drunk who not everyone's slurring is drunk. Yep. I didn't know that all the time. I didn't know nope. that. I'm sorry. Nope. So a guy, a guy was. I forget if he's heckling. Somehow we were interacting at Foo Bars. Yep. And he sounded drunk to my ears. So I started making fun of him for being drunk. You know, oh. I'm slamming him. He can't get a word in. Then I finally stop. And then he explains, I won't do a drunk voice. I won't do his voice. But he said, I'm not drunk. Um, I had a stroke after a car accident. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And We've all done something like Jackie, that. I yes. offered to give him the door. Uh, you know, it happens. It was, happens. It on your, was it on your birthday? Was it, it on your birthday? It wasn't. <laughs> the, bar, the bar should be oh entirely. God. Is it better than offering someone wheelchair pussy? Is, <laughs> will it always be above that? Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, Yeah, Maria tells a story about how she uh, yelled at some woman in the audience who I believe had Parkinson's. And she said, oh, did they let you out of the whorehouse early tonight? (laughs) I mean, literally, it was some sort of horrible line like that. Ah, And the woman... Bamford. Bamford. <laughs> and and she, you know, her heart's in the right place almost 1,100 <laughs> times out of 12. And um, early on in my career, I... Uh, I, I said a mean... I've, I've said mean things. We've all done horrible things. This guy, yes. I think, is... Uh, but th- that was in, like, the first... I would say three years of my my, my act, right? Yeah, right. First same here, same years. here. Yeah. And... Um, What's I don't think the, it was that way with Maria, but she, but she narks on herself and well, she was like, I'm so Yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah. okay. In, in, in the case of thinking someone's drunk, it, like it, that is harder to tell, you know, yes. especially if you can't see them and you're just going by the audible, right? Yeah. By people, whatever. Right. Right. But when but, you see a person. Yeah. That's a little tougher. Uh, I, uh, I forget the, the, the key and peel, um, sketch where, he starts making fun of a guy in a wheelchair. It's so funny. Oh God. It's it's I can't remember a single joke from it, but I just remember laughing. They did it well. Okay. Yes, they did it well. Because it Um, can be done well. You just and 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 plenty of people have and plenty of comics have talked very funnily to somebody in wheelchair and and uh and it everyone leaves the interaction happy. Right. Can be done, has been done. Yes. Just, just, you have to, you have to be real aware of what you're saying. It's a a learned skill. So I do say this though, if you have a joke about wheelchairs or about the blind or about uh, people of color, and you're unwilling to do it in front of those people, do not do that joke. That has always been my opinion. I was like, if, if it cannot stand up to the scrutiny of the, of the people you're joking about, think, think about the joke harder really why aren't you willing to do the joke in front of them is it because it's too mean is it because it isn't funny enough because that's usually why because <laughs> right. it's too right, mean right, and right. it's not funny enough right so keep writing keep writing oh for sure yeah i mean that's uh yeah for sure um uh yeah uh, but when you are in a riffing situation so you're you're uh, relying on your wits as opposed to <laughs> material that you've honed and stuff like that. It's, 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 you know, that's a dicey. It's a crapshoot. Yep. That's a dicey pond. And sometimes, especially if you can't hold on to your temper, right? You ever get so right. mad up there where you're just so mad? Cause you're like, I can't, the, 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 you know, and this is on the road more than in an LA situation or a New York situation. But if, if the, if the room isn't policing the room, and yeah. sometimes it'll make me so mad that I'll have to literally <laughs> physically move to get out of that place in my head and breathe and then think about what I really want to do with that. You know, what yeah. do I want to say to those people? What do I want to, how do I want to react? Here's something to remember, to think about if you are, cause this happened at Go Bananas. I, uh, and, but it was, uh, I made it funny, of course, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I did. asked I asked a woman why why somehow she, she's with a guy and I'm like so you know where's the other where's your first one so like some she had done something like he was second one right so I okay. said where's the first one and she was like he died <gasps> right and so 
But that can be very funny, especially yep. when the person offers up the information, yep. right? But here's just a thing to remember. If you're talking, if you, a comic, are talking to somebody who's probably 50 or older, you know, you're going to have a high chance that the reason they're dating someone now is their partner died, right? Yep. Just be ready for it. That's all. You know? <laughs> right. If you start talking when to you, people. You start poking around when they get, we're older and you start asking why people aren't there, why someone's not there. It's might be because they died. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, my suicide chunk. Did you see that they changed the suicide hotline to just nine, eight, eight. What was it before? Uh, it was a long telephone number oh, that really? you had to okay. memorize. And I have been doing this line about how I don't know the number for the suicide hotline, but now. Oh, now you're fucked. Now I'm fucked. Now you could just go, I guess you could just call 988. This is um, where you have to ask. Are the lives saved by shortening the number <laughs> worth the fact that you just lost a joke? I don't know, Jackie. That's such a, uh, it's a dilemma. Teetering, teetering, it's teetering. The headliner's dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that book? Wow. So I, I can't wait to, to, to go, quite honestly, to Acme and at Comedy Works to work on all of these new jokes because I've got like five or six new premises and there's there's a, there's punchlines. Some of them don't have ends, but they they will. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, hoping wanna, not to get COVID, but uh, yeah, yeah. Same, same here. I'm, uh, I'm excited to do the Comedy Works. I'm there right before you. So our Denver friends, um, you have two obligations this month, all right? <laughs> yeah. You got to see yeah. me. And then the next week you go see Jackie. Wear a mask, mask up. On my mask shows, up. we're going to have some air purifiers going, all right? So you can sit close to me and uh, I will be blasting all of our aerosols and turning them right. into healthy air. I'm um, planning on uh, COVID is killed by a mixture of Diet Coke and cranberry juice. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> if you drink a D.C., Cran. I think I read that on Facebook. Actually, I think I did read that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DC Cran, it fixes everything. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, there's a large bug on my screen. Ugh. This is the time of large bugs. Yeah, that's that's where we are in the podcast. What does that mean? Uh, time Hold wise, on. Kyle, I got Kyle Clark. Yeah, I have two something. more minutes. Wait, okay, great. All right, hold on. So I was, uh, so Emily Heller has been posting, I would say even bragging about her caterpillars on her milkweed nonstop on Twitter. <laughs> and so some, I forgot how I brought it up in some interaction we were having. And it turns out I had the wrong milkweeds, right? I, oh. I have some like toxic milkweed. So <gasps> I went, she recommended to go to this place called the Theodore Pain Center. And I went there and I bought a bunch of milkweeds. I, I bought the right ones. This is just a couple of days ago. So uh, I'm going to go check on, uh, on them as soon as our podcast is over. Cause I just realized I haven't looked at them in three days since I was out. I- I have a lot of tomatoes. If you, if anybody wants garden tomatoes, uh, gotta drive. Well, if you leave it open to everyone, I'm sure. Uh, well, I'm leaving town. So, uh, so when you hear this on Monday, if you have my phone number, see if it could happen. You know what? I, I, I asked 800 pounds about when we're getting our money from album September. sales, September yeah. 30th. End of September. Yeah. Very end. Uh-huh. Yeah. It turns out I'm just going to keep working. Uh, yeah. The, the guy who told me that I was going to make $2 million, I said, I don't know that I need $2 million. It's not that I don't want $2 million, but I would just like my four grand a month back. How about that? Oh, hey, transparency. she said a number. I said nice. a number. Who doesn't love transparency? On a really good month, I was making about four grand a month on five Damn. albums. 
So nothing wrong with that, but Damn. not not now, not now. Now I'm making about twelve hundred. So um, it just means that I just got to work harder. And this was my attitude when Ronald Reagan was made president. Oh and yeah, you just have that to work, work harder, Jackie. Yeah. You have two podcasts. You're on the road all the time. Just work harder, Jackie. Just a little bit harder, Cation, and then fall over <sighs> in a heap when you hit fifty-seven. Uh, <laughs> my role model. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.